podcast, bro. We fuck a fuck a pre-production. Mm-hmm. This the production right here. Welcome to the If You Know You Know podcast uh-huh. with your boy Rashad. Yeah, and Corona Vlad. Nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, possibly. I guess <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't even really say now. I guess not until I start coughing or some shit. Yeah. Because you can't even get tested until after you have it, which is pointless in my opinion. That's true. Um, That's mad dumb. Like, oh, you te- like, oh, you have symptoms? Yeah, I already nah, gave it to 30 niggas. Here, come <laughs> test me now. It's mad OD that the fact that they're telling motherfuckers to, like, self-quarantine, like, go through it a little bit and then come to us. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, sit on I your, never understood that. Stay, sit on your couch and... Because... It's showing you they're just truly not prepared. Like, if you were sick, you would, you would always come. But because they know how bad it's about to get, mad motherfucker. Think about how many people probably got this shit. And, like, mad people going through fevers. Mad people fucking can't sleep, breathe, all type of shit. And then the hospitals are like, yo, don't come to us until you damn near are dying. Because we don't got the shit. We don't have the facilities or supplies to fucking help you. You know what I don't understand? What? I don't understand, like, and I want to ask somebody... What what is this testing process like? Why is this so complex? Why is it so like you gotta wait three to five days? Why is it so we don't have enough? Why are they running out of it? Like what is this testing process? What is it that's so because and they keep saying like don't test unless you have symptoms, but mad celebrities have came out and said like yo I just tested and I'm asymptomatic but I have it so nigga you didn't have symptoms and you tested for it so what the fuck. All right, but I'm saying though, like, why are we running out of the test? Like, because what's the, what's the test? Because we don't manufacture shit. But like, what is the test? Is what I'm saying. I, what I, is I, it? I don't, I don't know what the exact. Test I want to ask somebody. Yeah, I don't know what the exact test is, but the whole pro, what the whole thing is like, we don't manufacture shit. So because we don't manufacture shit, we can't get tests to people immediately like they want to have them. Like that's that is the main reason. It goes back to what I was saying about manufacturing the whole time of the last podcast, like. Because we have fucking pimped ourselves out to all of these other country countries with low wages, you have your ability to ramp up production is damn near zero. Like, like that's 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 facts. Like, think and about it. Ford, Ford, and all these other companies are talking about yeah, we're gonna change our product, our factories over to make ventilators, right? But remember, they can't do it at a high rate because they've laid off a whole bunch of people. They've decommissioned a whole bunch of factories. So they're only working with the factories that they currently have right now. And there's, let's say there's thousands of people. I would go tens of thousands of people that have worked in factories that have been shut down in the last decade that would be able to come in and and ramp up production. But we can't do that because they won't open, because they don't want to open factories. They don't want to pay people wages. And then now look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. You can't do shit. People, look, you see everybody's fucking crying and begging. That's why, like, you see a lot of politicians, mainly the state governors, going back and forth with Trump, trying to fight for fucking shit from the federal government because nobody, no, well, nobody was prepped. And then outside of being prepped, okay, cool, we know we're not ready. You can't even fucking ramp up and say, hey, all right, let's get this shit going because nobody has the fucking factories to do so. Yeah. Nobody has the parts to do so. Nobody has the manpower to do And we know it's crazy. We were talking about manufacturing multiple times, how it's not in America and how it's going to affect us and how I said mad times, like we're so patriotic, but we're so quick to pay other niggas to do the work that we claim that we have a problem not having. And I mean, like now it's all biting us in the ass because all that fakey fake shit and this unexpected, this unexpected thing happens. And then look how everybody really truly is. Like, look who you got to pay attention to who's good and who's not good. 
when shit like this happens, right? Because this is what everybody kind of says they're preparing for. And this is what everybody's always like, has all these safety nets for an emergency. This is what this is the moment where everybody's always preparing for. And it's like, look how fast the niggas who were always disrespected and always mistreated and oh, because they make a little bit of money, they're nothing. And not they're nothing, but they always aren't respected and treated well. But all the people who make a little bit of money are the only motherfuckers here everybody's relying on right now to make shit normal. Yep. And all the motherfuckers who make a lot of money, who you, we be buying shit from, literally don't matter. Louis don't matter. Gucci don't matter. Your expensive phone don't matter. Nothing that nothing that you got, like people be idolizing trying to idolize and, res- and get. I'm a little tipsy, so I can't talk right now. All the things that people tried very hard to get, and spend a lot of money on do not matter right now. Expensive sneakers, expensive clothes, expensive this, expensive, expensive that. Expensive but all the shit that we don't respect like and don't give the credit it deserves is super is super necessary right now. Grocery workers. You, we wish there was more grocery workers right now. Yep. We wish there was no self checkout right now. You wish there was more truck drivers. You wish there was more yeah. factory workers. Yeah. You wish there was more yeah. uh, pharmacy workers. Yeah. People at the CVS and one hundred percent delivery food men. Um, all that, all that shit. All that shit. Yeah. We, now all that shit is relevant, and as to me, that is like the it's like sweet, it's like sweet, okay, but not sweet. It's like bittersweet. It's like bittersweet because it's like now this is a wake up call that maybe these people should be treated better as workers in the world. Just because they don't work the this job that's so great and so awesome does not mean that they are not also essential to the world that we live in. They might seem like they're not essential right now because they're just McDonald's. Right now, but then when some shit happens and niggas need to go get food real quick, and you need something quick because of what it does and what's going on in the world, and they're available, and you know McDonald's really should be stepping up. I haven't heard any. Speaking of McDonald's, I haven't heard anything from them. McDonald's has multiple locations in every single state, city, city, town, location, country. What have these niggas said or said they're gonna do for the for the people of the of the country of the world that they serve? There was a have they said shit? Tweet no, because some. People put them on blast, but basically... Because it's fucking McDonald's. They make mad money a day. And their employees be working their asses off for them 24 hours a day and all over the world. So how could they not step up and say, hey, we're going to at least give free meals to blah, blah, blah. Oh, they're not giving out free meals. They're yeah, so... Like, the people so who really, you know, care about, like, who, you know, air quotes, care about society and, and care about, um, you know, the American people or whatever, they don't really care about them. They care about profit. So as long as it's... Good, like it's a good uh, publicity stunt to say, like, oh, we care about Americans, we care about these people, and then when it's time to actually care and actually do shit, like in a time of crisis, you can't find them. You like notice who the people who really out here on the front lines in terms of like public, uh, in terms of media and everything, and notice who's not, because. You don't see your local officials out here trying to help and trying to facilitate things like the governor and the mayor are oh you know the governor of New York is going to do his job the mayor of New York City is going to do his job but where are your local officials do you see them like holding like running drives for your town or like for your local municipalities do you see them I mean I haven't seen ours no I haven't seen I think I think every time we always we're going to forget cuz that's what we do we shit happens we get mad and then we forget like, I already brought this up, I believe, but I'm going to bring it up again. Like, there's no reason for little old kid Zion to be volunteering his money when the the, pre, the people he works for, the organization are that are billionaires, that he should never even have to. All the employees of the Pelicans, that's not Zion's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Zion is also an employee of the Pelicans. Yep. The employee, the Pelicans have an owner 
who should be then stepping up and taking the initiative. But it's not even, we don't even bat an eye that they're not even doing that. It's like, oh, thank you, Zion. It's like, what? You Why know, is an employee taking care of employees? You know who I really fuck with now? Like, I mean, I fucked with him before, but like, well, first, let me get this. So, a uh, shift manager at a restaurant, um, uh, McDonald's in Kansas City asked why the company. Oh, I seen this. That I seen that. Five point three billion dollars last year. That's wild. They can't guarantee paid sick leave for their employees. That's and wild. All the politicians picked it up, but also whoever made that, and that was good production too. Whoever made that, they definitely hit. Cause it's true though, bro. Everything she said in that video was super accurate. There's no reason why, yo, they have gotten away with paying their employees employees super low for a long amount of years. Made a massive amount of profit. There's nothing wrong with McDonald's ever. We're in tragic. We're in a tragedy moment. We're in a crisis. Why can't McDonald's say for this one for this one time in our existence we're gonna hold our employees down? Or if you don't want to hold your employees down because you hate your employees so much, hold down the public. Y'all can get free fries for this amount of time. Free burgers for this amount. Of time. I don't know something, anything, even if it's whack. At least they just be sitting in the silence all the time. Every time something goes wrong. And just keep collecting that bread. Keep collecting them dollars and them, and them two dollars and three dollars. You know who I? You know who I gained big respect for? Mark Cuban, because he came out. I already fucked with Mark Cuban, but I, I see what he him, said. But I really fucked with him, like because of what he said, and like basically, for the people that don't know, I think he's he, genuine. What? He, nah, he is genuine. He's a billionaire, self-made billionaire. No, but you yeah, know, I think I think he's I think his the way he feels and his passion behind what he says. Like I feel like when he tweets like that. It's in the like moment. You, you like, he about, got, like, he got that. You talking he, about... He acted like, like me. <laughs> who really getting money talking... Yeah, he, he acted like me. He said to the government, the companies that... He said, first of all, for the companies that receive bailouts, they they must... He wants them to retain 100% of their employees. And then, also, they, they cannot do buybacks on their stocks anymore. Like, mm-hmm. because there were certain companies that... I think Delta was one of them, yeah, and yeah. there were other companies that just did like three billion a shit ton in buybacks of uh, buying back their stock, and then laid off a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So he said, if you receive a bailout, you are not ever, ever. Well, there has to be cons to receiving the bailout. Yeah. You, he said you should. You never, can't just eat off the bailout and then eat off the regular. He said you should never, ever, ever be able to buy back your stock. And I, I 100% agree with that. He's one. That's facts. Like. So Delta, nigga, you failed. You died. Yeah. And we brought you back to life. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You die. You dead. Niggas resurrected you, and now your body not gonna work the same the way Look, it used to. So Fuck out of here. Industry is is asking for bailouts, right? So they laid off thousands of people. They should one. If you receive a bailout, everybody's getting paid, even though they're on sick leave or even on on whatever type of leave that they're on. And two, you can no longer buy buy your stocks back. Like that's I think that's one hundred percent. Never should be able to fucking do nah. That. It should be a lot. It should be. I don't know. I think. I think these tragedies sometimes make people remember that we're as the ops. Like we need to work together as people and stop being easily divided. Because look what happens when shit comes crashing down. Who's really here to do shit? Like, like there's some companies that even though they're probably still trying to just make profit, at least they're willing to sacrifice some of their profit to at least try to convince us they fuck with us. Like oh, Target, yeah. CVS just did um CVS just did some shit. They're going to uh well, Target raised their workers pay like by yes, $2. Yes. So even if, yo, know, even if that's not significant, at least you're willing to try to convince me and trick me into believing it, which is still going to help some people anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't got to be right or wrong. It just got to be what is and what isn't. Are you really helping people? So that's going to help somebody, right? I know CVS just did something too. Something with their employees. They're going to be doing some shit for their employees. Mm-hmm. But 
those little efforts still count because it's a lot of CVSs. It's a lot of targets. It's mad employees. A lot of them. So it's like, I don't know, all these companies are just sitting around doing nothing and getting away with it. Mark Cuban's right. Fuck them. If they get in bailouts and they ain't doing, they ain't, they ain't, they, you were seen, I was talking to you before, we see podcasts even started about a company that wasn't treating their employees great. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what it takes to make that happen. You know what I mean? Like, companies are out here doing what they got to do for themselves, so people need to be more selfish. Selfishness is so super underrated. Selfishness is looked at as so bad. Fuck that. Everybody need to be more selfish for what they care about and mm. what's about them and not be devoting their time and energy to these companies who don't give a shit about you. Nah, I'm with you 100%. I wanted to talk about, real quick, the Republican bill in the Senate. That's, like, why it was held up. Like, because that's been the talking point of this week. Uh, why? Like, because they're trying to get aid to people. So, one thing the Republicans wanted to... The Democrats are ruining America and not giving the money to people immediately. This is so wrong. Yeah. That's their whole That's yeah. their whole corny defense. So, the Republicans wanted Cause to... Because $1,000 is really going to change my life. Not even that. The Democrats wanted to give you 2000 The Republicans wanted to cut it to 1200 Yes. And then 800 Like, so... I think the Democratic bill was 2000 1000 and went down. The Republicans wanted 1200 800 Oh, I screenshotted something for you today. Yeah. Something you're going to love. Hold so, on. let me talk about the bill. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I screenshot something for you. You're going to love it. I bet. It. So, there's five parts. Um, the first part, which it really got held up on, was this. Basically, they wanted a $500 billion protection for business. Not protection. So the the business support includes $425 billion in loan guarantees and $50 billion for airlines, $8 billion for cargo air companies, and $17 billion for firms. Now, critical to national security, the fund is overseen by the Treasury Department and Secretary Steve Mnuchin and has been wide latitude over how to use it. So basically, they were going to give them a loan and then they wouldn't report for six months how it was used. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's why the Democrats were like, no, fuck this. You, we're not giving you... like." So basically, you approve the $500 billion and then they do whatever the fuck they want to do with the money. And then six months later is when they report to you like, yeah, so we put the money here. I just want to speak to a Republican because I like when people just talk themselves into walls. How can you defend this? Like, how does this... like? Like, how do you defend this shit? Like, obviously, if the Democrats are saying, the Democrats are not saying, did the Democrats ever say, scrap that, we don't want to give them the money, that's not the, we don't want to give them the money. No, they're saying, let's give the people more money. Mm -hmm. So how the fuck do Republicans sit here and say, that's fucked up? How is that fucked up? Look, look, this this is what I wanted to show you, by the way. Some kid tweeted this, and then I Googled it, and it's accurate. When you get to it, U.S., the U.S. basically signed a $38 billion military aid package. Right, thirty-eight billion mm-hmm. a while, not too, a while ago, in Trump's yeah, presidency, yeah. thirty-eight billion dollar deal. So some kid, some white kid tweeted, "Damn, it would really be great to have some of that thirty-eight billion go to this now." So, like you be saying, and I be you know playing devil's advocate, we got money for everything but the people. Thirty-eight billion that could have been twenty-eight billion. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot, but now there's ten billion that could have went to the people, and that's a lot of money for Americans. Ten billion divvied up. That's not a lot. No, it's hella bread. All right, but look. So why did he need thirty eight billion? Why did he can't get twenty? But I'm just saying, like, it was the second. This is this is to prove your point. It was was the second thing. They said no money to people who don't earn enough to file taxes. That was the second the second stipulation. So it didn't matter. Of so basically, they said the latest version of the Senate bill offers its full cash benefits: twelve hundred per adult tax filer, five hundred per child, even to even the poorest Americans. And basically, what they're saying, if you didn't file taxes, you can't claim none of that money. Was, was that to make sure that you're actually a citizen? Yes. 
So like that's their way of I understand like, that. circumventing it. But basically, but there are people who don't make enough to file taxes. So you can be Well, that hurts you. So OD. you won't get any money. Yeah, that's not fair like, to so you. In this bailout that they're going to bail out the people with in That their, problem, in, that's a problem. In their draft of the bill, if you don't file taxes because you don't make enough to file taxes, they are not going to cut you a check. That's a problem. I understand though people who are not citizens not getting it though. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not right. Why would you get it if no, you're not a citizen? No, I, I understand that. Then they also had no no protections against eviction and foreclosure, no student loan forgiveness, and... Um, no, they have protection against eviction and foreclosure. They said that you can't be foreclosed or evicted no, right now. in their bill. Like, so, you see, they're fighting in the, in the Senate, right? Excuse me, in the Senate right now to pass this bill. Because mm-hmm. the bill's held up in the Senate. The Democrats blocked it. Um, so, they're, in their version of this bill, which got struck down, I think it was Monday... These are all the things that they had. This is why it's getting held up because the Democrats are like, no, y'all not going to fucking do this. Like, so y'all are trying to pass a bill that has no protection against foreclosures and evictions. Y'all are trying to pass a bill that has no student loan forgiveness. Y'all are trying to pass a bill that has no state aid money. That wouldn't even work, to be honest. Even if they passed that bill and there was no protection against foreclosures and then we would have a longer recession because mad people would mad people would have... Not pay their mortgage. Do you know how many people... That would not work. Do you know how many people got air... Yo, do you understand that they have... So, this this, sometimes there's like... You know when like people act like they're doing you a favor, but they're not. They're doing something they have to do. Mm -hmm. This is one of those moments. The country, we all all are one big cycle. The people, the communities, the state, the Fed. It's one big working cycle that is all funding each other. Just that one group of people are getting a lot of it. But it's still a cycle. If we can't afford to pay our mortgages at a at a grand level, mm-hmm. nigga, that doesn't just hurt us. That hurts the country. Like they they can't sit here. First of all, this whole little guys, we're doing you a favor. You know your mortgage. We're gonna let you not have to pay it for a couple months, and then we're gonna tack it on to the end because that's what they're doing. They're gonna tack the months that you didn't pay off, that you didn't pay your mortgage to the end of the term. So if your term was supposed to end February 2050, it's gonna end May 2050. Because you're going to pay those three extra payments at the end and not now because there's a, there's a, there's a thing going on right now. Mm-hmm. So they're not doing that as a favor to niggas. They're doing that because they need the world to still work the way it needs to work. They need they want you to pay. Like if I'm a business owner and you can't pay, we're both in a, we're both mad because you're not going to get the service you want and I'm going to get the money I want. So they want you to pay. So I don't know how like I don't know why they try to convince people that they're doing them a favor. We're doing each other a favor, nigga. I'm paying you. This isn't, this isn't like, nobody's doing you a favor. I remember one time my dad, right? He had this, I'm, I'll just tell you this one story. Because uh, this story's pissed me off. My dad, <laughs> my dad has this car that he, that he loved, right? And mm-hmm. he would bring it to the mechanic all the time. Because he had it for, it was, a, the, the car did a service to him though. Mm-hmm. Yo, he had like over, over 200,000 miles on the car. I think 300,000 miles on the car. I've never even heard that before. But the nigga had mad miles on the car. It did its job as a car, but at the end of the life of the car for like maybe a year and a half, it was no longer, it was nothing but a payment and an expense because all he was doing, it was bringing it, all he was doing was bringing it to the mechanic. Mm -hmm. And then one day I was at my dad's house and then he said, yo, thank God this mechanic lets me pay him um, periodically and not immediately because I wouldn't even have a car right now. I wouldn't know what I would do right now if he didn't let me do that. And then I looked at him and I'm like, what? I'm like, dad, what do you, do you hear what you're saying right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it got me so tight. I'm like, you're thanking God for a mechanic 
whose job is to fix broken cars and you're just giving him the perfect business. You're his perfect customer. This has nothing to do with God. He's he's very happy. He's, exactly. He's very happy helping you because you're his perfect customer. You have a broken car that's going to keep breaking because it's way out of its life. Yeah. And he's a mechanic. My job is... What does this have to do with God? You're his perfect customer. This I'm like, yo, your whole mindset... Or like people think that he's not doing you a favor. You're doing him a favor. You're keeping him in business consistently. He has you right here as a, on a list of people of one of his customers that will definitely pay because you're all about paying on time and you're a good paying person. And he has you there, and you think he's doing you a favor. You're not. He's not. You're not. He's not doing you a favor. You're doing him a favor. And I had to explain that to him. I feel like we get caught in that in a lot of ways with workers working so hard for employers. Oh yeah, you know, like they, they say, millennials are like job switchers. No, we're not job switchers. We just kind of like don't want to give you our life, and you don't give us that back. Look, <laughs> Fuck out of here! Like, if I'm giving you my life, you gonna need to give me that shit back in some kind of way. I don't know if I said this last podcast, but I had a long talk with my mom the other day, and I was just like that disconnect between generations of. I want to make a phone call. You mind? No, but I had a long talk between generations of her generation and our generation. The fact that like. They're fighting against everything that we do, and we, um, as millennials... Hey, Crystal, how you doing? Oh. Good, how are you? Hi, Crystal. Good, good, good. I'm here with Rashad right now. I know you didn't expect this call, but um, welcome to the If You Know You Know podcast. Um, do you have a moment? Are you busy? No, yeah, I'm good. Okay, I just wanted to reach out to you because this is going back to the coronavirus conversation we were having earlier. Um, you are a medical professional. Um, I wanted to reach out to you because I know she's that a, you're dealing. Don't, don't oh. disrespect her. Oh, I didn't want to go in on her, on her specifics, no, but she's a PA. would you like to introduce yourself, or do you want do you want us to just do it? You want us to hold it down? No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, it's all right. Hi, my name is Crystal. I'm a healthcare professional. I work at a hospital on Long Island, um, and I just may would like to introduce. I have my colleague here, Michaela. Hello. Oh, hi, Michaela. Hi. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's going on? Yes. Yeah, I know. I know you guys are, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to reach out to you because um, me and Rashad had a, a a pretty interesting conversation, and one of the main things I wanted to know was why are we running out of tests? Like, what is the testing process, and why is it something that's limited? Because I just feel like waiting till people have sim- symptoms to test is kind of like. All right, you already could have just gave it to like 60 different people or 50, 30, 20 different people and waiting till you have symptoms might be too late, especially if you're somebody who's going to be asymptomatic. Right, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. That's a question that all of us here on the front line are asking and we're kind of, we have this uh, internal battle that we're fighting with right now along with everything else that's going on. But the main thing is that the manufacturers don't have all this product at hand, which means we can't get them. And we need to realize that the last global pandemic that we were really in was years and years and years ago. So no one really was ready for this, even though we know that it was happening in other parts of the world, we could have gotten better prepared. However, unfortunately, the government and the CDC and the Department of Health, and we weren't on top of their game. It's like, I like to refer to it as a Swiss, Swiss cheese method. At every single level, there was something wrong and something was done incorrectly and something could have been done better. So, so that's kind of what's going on right now. And the te- so the testing that we do have is what we're doing is a nasal swab. And the reason why we don't want to just test everybody, even though a lot of people probably have it, 
is because we don't have that the volume of testing that we really need. So if someone is asymptomatic or is only having certain symptoms, we don't really want to test them because we have other patients, every single emergency department, every single urgent care, every single freestanding testing facility is busting at the seams. So we've, it's scary, but we need to pick and choose who we test. I get it. That's why everybody's saying stay your ass home. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. very, very important. <laughs> now I had a question because like, I spoke about this uh, with my friend, my other friends that work in hospitals and I said, like, at what, at what point do you put accountability on the people who are in charge of purchasing for the hospitals? Because, like, yes, it's, I, I think across the board, government, statewide, like, there were lapses in judgment. But on the hospital level, like, you know, each hospital has their own, um, you know, head of purchasing and, like, they have, they're their own health professionals and they're aware of what's going on in the world. So for some hospitals who are lacking in materials in terms of like masks, gowns, uh, gloves. Do you think some some liability falls on the people who are in charge of purchasing? Well, I mean, um, we, I know in the hospital that we work in and I've worked in other facilities and um, systems, you buy what you think that you need. And other than this, uh, I guess, situation that we've been in right now, we haven't really run into a situation where we didn't have enough um, personal protective equipment, and that's what we're fighting with right now on the front line is we don't have enough. And again, it's because um, we have you have a global pandemic that's going on, so everybody is panicking. And even the equipment that we have in the hospital that would have been suitable for the vol- volume of critical patients that we have and coronavirus cases that we have, we have patients coming in off the streets, family members coming in off the streets, um, staff within the hospital all stealing equipment or claiming that they have family members or guests in the hospital that they're coming to visit, and yet they're coming in and stealing masks and bringing in water bottles and filling up water bottles with Purell and utilizing oh, all the hospital that's wild. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I never heard of that. That's wild. Yeah. It's crazy. It's things that you wouldn't imagine seeing and that you don't see on TV, we see here. So, like, do you think that just in terms of the way that the hospitals run, they, like, they don't run how they should run? Like, in terms of, you know, if you think about yourself, like, you always stay prepared. Like, you always have things in, in, in... uh, in preparation for when something does go bad opposed to when it gets bad and now you asked out. So do hospitals run like super tight knit to where you don't even have that surplus? No, we do have the surplus. It's that um, we don't, and we have what we need, uh, I guess, the equipment that we have right now, we're trying to use sparsely so then we don't get to the point where we literally have nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we have our equipment department or head of purchasing that is trying to reach out to all of the original places that we normally buy from, every single other hospital, not only on Long Island, not only in New York, but all of the surrounding areas and all across the world are calling them too because there are only so many medical supply companies, which is what the... So it's not unnecessarily hospital to blame because they are trying to do everything that they can to protect us. Oh, for and sure. see it. It's just, it's, it's a very difficult situation where people, 
it's gone to the point where it's out of our hands. We can only control so much, and we control the patients that we have and the patient population that's coming into the hospital. And it's on everybody else, even though it might not be affecting them directly for people who aren't in healthcare, to their part and is to stay home. And a lot of people aren't taking that seriously. That's yeah, true. What would you, That's true. Like, obviously, you know, I'm aware of this, but like, for for you speaking to our listeners, like, what is uh, a message that you have to them regarding preparation and then, you know, uh, like taking precautions, but also like for the people who do contract it or may have it, like, what is your, what what would you, uh, you know, say to them? Um, well, first of all, our main thing is for everybody to be safe. So we want everybody to really realize what's going on is a very very serious and scary situation and we need to go through this together and we need to be kind to one another and we really need to support everyone um and if you ever have a question of whether you think you're sick or you're not feeling well or anything um before you even expose yourself because honestly right now the as much as we do when we're taking care of sick, sick patients, the safest place for everyone to be is in their house. So call the hospital first. Call your doctor's office. Call the urgent care that's down the block. Tell them your symptoms. Tell them what you're feeling. Um, don't just show up there. A, you'll be miserable waiting around forever. And B, you're going to be surrounded by all of these patients who do have the virus that are coming back positive, that are progressively getting worse and you don't want to put yourself in that situation right and you don't want to you, you know i'm not i'm sure you guys are aware there are a lot of uh of people out there who are carriers of the virus and are asymptomatic meaning they're not displaying any fevers chills coughs chest pain shortness of breath anything like that um if you you know some people are like well going to the er may be the my best option but actually it's not because now if you are carrying it and you're sitting in this er now you're exposing yourself to you know 50 plus patients and now you're getting you're putting them at risk as well um you know i just feel like a lot of people aren't taking this you know they're taking this very lightly uh they're like oh yeah let me go go on the streets and go party on the uh in the parking lot and you know like this isn't like a joke like there's we have to get ahead of the game because the, you know what's happening is everybody's getting sick at once and we're losing our capacity here in the ho- in our hospitals to care for these patients Mm. Do you guys think like maybe this will be unfortunately one of those things kind of like everybody gets and then we just have a cure like a vaccine for it that everybody has to get a shot for like how babies are when they're born or do you think this is something that we could actually defeat before it takes that course? I mean it's going to be some regardless of um, it's not about we're going to bypass this and we're going to get through it. Like I said, as a team, we all really need to come together and the best way we can really fight the curve and is to all come together, abide by the rules that are going on right now. Realistically, we're not going to have a vaccine for at least a year after all the trials and everything goes, um, goes through as planned with the department of health and the CDC and it finally getting approved after trial and error. Um, but it's, we're going to overcome it. We're going to get past it. It's just going to be a long road. And hopefully it will be quicker if everybody just abides by those uh, requests from us. Because everybody else thinks that the only thing going on in the world is the coronavirus. But us here at the hospital, there are still people having heart attacks. There are still people having strokes. There are still people 
having all of these other medical conditions that are requiring hospital beds. Oh, all and that, all, all that, all that other stuff didn't get canceled in the meantime. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can't really ask someone to be like, "Hold up, buddy, don't have that heart attack today." Two months, have a death. sure no no you guys are right uh listen i appreciate everything that you guys do yeah no seriously we're grateful we're grateful for for all our hospital employees right now my girl's a hospital employee so i know she's in there putting in some work too right now and trying to avoid this thing as much as possible at the same time so we're grateful for you guys so thank you well, thanks we're, we're grateful that you're grateful and all we really ask is everyone be kind to one another look out for each other Help people if they need help. Ask if they need help if they're not asking you. And, uh, you know, thank a healthcare provider or a first responder. It really, it goes way further than you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Is there any... Don't hesitate to read... Sorry, go ahead. Is there any study or information saying anything about alcohol, like liquor, killing this thing at Dude, all? shut the fuck up. I just have to ask. <laughs> I just have to ask. Because that would be a very easy, good no. solution. Stop. Stop, Stop <laughs> with your dumb all shit. All right. All right. No, that's not one. That's the no. only one I care about. Uh, yeah, garble with that uh, Tito's 100%. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see you in the ED. <laughs> all right, uh, thank you for uh, pulling up to the pod. <laughs> pulling up. Pulling up. Thanks for giving us the platform. Oh, stay that's time. real. Listen, anytime, stay anytime. Safe, stay masked up. Listen, Spread the word to end the word. That's word. real. Stay mask, stay protected out here. You know, mask on. Yes. No, no fucking mask on. No Tinder. Stay yeah. off Tinder. <laughs> Tinder stock is probably killing right now. They're dying right now. Firing bad lights. Tinder's the cause of all this. Yeah. That's mad on Tinder did this. That's hilarious. Tinder did this. They have been really quiet. That's it. That's bad, funny. Tinder started this. All right, y'all. All right, take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was real. Nah, that was. Nah. But yeah, nah, so um, that's what I was saying about, like, my the generational disconnect. Because, like, if you look at everybody who's in a baby boom generation, the baby boomers generation, like, they were able to go to college for affordable rate. They were able to, like, healthcare wasn't no thing, like... When they got sick, the doctors used to come. People, their parents used to pay for it because everything was affordable back then. Homes were affordable. You could work as a librarian and buy a whole house, support your whole family. Not even that. One person could work and support a wife and five kids. But nowadays, you can't even fucking do that. That is. So how do we? So do you think we should get back to that? Yeah, because... But how do we get back to that in a world look, that's like everything is just overpriced? No, because they were able... And I was arguing about this the other day. 
they were the companies that these same individuals work for were able to make money, be profitable, and still pay employees. Yeah, I remember that. That's true. That's so, that's, that's why people used to work there yes. for 30, 40 years. So now people and like, you were building a retirement too. Yes. And, also, and so people think that that idea is not possible. Like that, like it is possible. It just requires the people who are so then making question. that money to stop being fucking greedy. So oh, so I was gonna ask. I was gonna like, ask. I was gonna say a question. So if that's happening, then and that's no, you're right. Actually, look, that is the reason look, why. Because at, I'm thinking about all the money that bro, gets. I'm thinking at, about all the bullshit. All right, yeah, so that is the reason why. Take Amazon. Take Jeff Bezos. One of the, I think he's top three richest person in the world, right? Look how many factories he have. Look how many people he have. You're telling me that he wouldn't be able to pay each employee a livable wage where they can support their family. Let's say every employee makes sixty thousand. A little bit more. Let, let's just say sixty thousand. What does that take from him? You, he would still be in the richest no. billion person. He'd yeah, still be that's what I'm asking. What does that take from him? Dollars. How much do you think that comes out of his pocket for him to do that? Not much. Like what? Before his give divorce, an estimated number. Before his, look, his wife is one of the richest people in the world because of his divorce. So, before, so think about it. He'd still be one of the richest people in the world and still be worth billions of dollars if he still talk paid. about being in the right place at the right time. If he still, <laughs> that's he, wild. But she if, bagged. I don't care who y'all bagged. I mean, she supported him though. Like she, she from the jump. So it's different. I don't know the story. I'm just, no, I'm just bullshitting either, right now. Either way, he would still be amongst the richest people in the world. If he paid everybody. So, at the end of the day, it's just greed. It is solely greed why motherfuckers can't pay their pay they employees. And, and, and you can't work a job and send people to college or pay for groceries and shit. Like, look. Everybody, look. Everybody, look. Uh, remember Married with Children with Al Bundy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga was a shoe salesman. Mm-hmm. But used to support his whole family. Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah. As a shoe well, salesman. Well, every job is actually so... Yeah, I have the job I have now. I get good money. But my job's not better than the next person's job. Every job is efficient to society. And that's what this proves. That's what this proves. Every job, every outlet, every job is efficient to society. So, like, I mean, yeah, I I understand why doctors get paid more. I get it. Right? It completely makes sense. Certain jobs. But even doctors don't get paid more that to the point where it's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. Athletes get uh, not just athletes, but athletes are one of the smaller groups of people who get paid a significant amount of money. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of money. Doctors get they, doctors get a lot of money, but if we're gonna if we're gonna play devil's advocate, doctors' jobs are a little bit more significant to society than athletes' jobs. Yeah, but athletes get paid way more than the doctors do. Look, so it's like there's a balance in the money and the way the country works and what we value as Americans. I think that's what fucks every. I think I, it's really what we it's, value. Is that, but also people. The problem is you can still make money. There is enough. Money. But Rashad, look, you talked enough, about Jeff Bezos, right? There's enough money. In what the happens world? if we stop going to Amazon and going to the store to go buy things? But there's enough money in the world for people to still be rich. No, there and is. Everybody to live. There is, but we can't trust trusting humans. So, if we stop going to Amazon. To buy the things, and we go to stores, or we just start using other platforms, or we just divvy up, or we take our money that serious. Maybe we don't take our money serious enough. Target exists, Walmart exists, CBS exists, Amazon exists. Like all these companies exist. It's just that one is tweaking it. Look, Amazon. So stop going to stop going. You just named all the big conglomerates. Stop going there. But they were there before, like Amazon rise. You know why they became the target? Because they just fucking rose up. Why? I saw it. I saw it. Okay. What did they do? They tweaked their models. They became more customer centric in terms of like, oh, 
shipping, motherfuckers. Remember back in the day when when I know you bought sneakers off the of East Bay before. Yeah. If you want it overnight, it was fucking like damn near thirty dollars. Regular shipping fourteen. So Amazon's like, yo, two days, five ninety nine for two day shipping. All right, cool. Then oh, you Prime, oh, free two day shipping. So they just tweaked their models. They made different deals in the background to make it more efficient for customers. And then everybody started to do the same. Versace started to add. Versa, you know, I'm not the type of person where like I'm not like I don't like to be a complainer or a protester. I like to be a solution orientated individual. And it seems like when these people. I know you don't like that I just said that, but you see the, you see these people, right? And it's the same cycle. These niggas get rich. They get disconnected. They don't, they're not a part of the world anymore. They're in their own little fucking world in their bubbles of their rich life. Mm-hmm. And they have no connection to us besides transaction, transaction, sale, money coming in. How do we do? How was the numbers for this year? How was the numbers for this past 10 years? How was the numbers? That's what we become, a transaction to them. We're not people to them anymore. And it's just, and like, yeah, if he's not people. doing that, if he's not doing that, how can I know the next person's not going to do that? How can I know the next person? There's no way to know that. The only for thing sure, we but... can do is respect, learn to respect our own dollars and say, nah, we're not doing that. We're doing this now. Now we're doing this. Now we, I'm going to spend my money at Rashad's too. I'm going to spend my money at Rashad's hardware store in Amityville because I'm going to focus in my community. I'm not going to go to Home Depot. Yeah, I'm saying but you can do both. It's, it's okay to do both. There's Where's both? Ask some niggas to be fair? What do you mean? Like, I can't ask niggas to be what, fair. What regard? I mean, what you're saying, like not be greedy. I can't ask niggas to no, not be I'm greedy. No, but I'm saying they're being greedy in terms is that they like they milk. Like they're greedy in the terms of that they'll ship all their shit offshore and won't and won't employ American people in Ameri- and, and, and like, won't support American business. You know why, like, point, uh, real good point. So you know how they're talking about bailing out the cruise industry? Yeah. None of the cruise industry is based in the U.S. They're, like, some in the Bahamas, some are in other, co- they're all in other countries. They're not based here. So they don't ever pay taxes here. So, like, it's just like. So that just shows you where we, who we really are. And that's what I've been saying about Republicans and everybody. Like, that just shows you who we... Re- what you just said, that's facts. I don't no, know if that's is. facts. I looked it but up. if that's facts, that Look. just shows you who we really are. And we don't really... That's why... That's the same shit that I said about the immigration policy. It's not about us and about the country. It's about some other shit. Like, they have offices here, but they're based in other countries because they don't pay... Because then it's a different tax code. So we're trying to bail out industries that have nothing to do with the U.S. economy. Like, yes, they they hire some people, but their headquarters are elsewhere. Royal Caribbean, I forgot where they are. Um, let's see. Let's Google. But my point is, like, you can see how people, like, how corporations, they'll, like, pimp themselves out. They pimp a whole bunch of shit out. And then, you know, they'll pimp shit out. And then turn around like, oh, yeah, yo, listen, we need a bailout because we're hurting right now. Ford, oh, we need a bailout, but we have a whole bunch of factories in China. And then we close down all of our factories in Detroit. Oh, um, who else? Like, everybody is doing it. Like, they got their hands out like this. And then they they were the same people that fucking bailed out on people's cities and, and people's communities. Um, so it, it's just... You have to be able to see behind the bullshit, but everybody's fucking greedy. There's enough money for everybody to be eating. That's the prob- true. The problem is that people are fucking greedy. Like everybody think I'm crazy because I said like if you look at the 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 graph of the way that minimum wage stayed the same, where inflation rose and minimum wage didn't rise with it, and that's it's like oh so motherfuckers working at McDonald's to get twenty three hours. I mean twenty three dollars. 
Yeah, if that according to the graph and the trends of how everything grew, yes. So that just means you would be being paid more, but everything would be everything would be relative. So that's it's funny. Just, that's funny because I guess people that's that's people's own that's the that's the that's, that's the mind that everybody uh, the niggas put that thought in your mind. Yeah, they can get twenty three dollars an hour. Absolutely, because you would be making. They're more. feeding people. Yeah, they can get that money. We all can be making more. They're getting twenty three, but you're also you're see you're thinking of you're thinking of that's that that's that uh ego and mixed with all things. You're thinking like how is a McDonald's employee getting twenty three dollars an hour and I'm only getting whatever the fuck it is you're getting. Fuck, stop thinking about other niggas' dollars. Like you should be getting. That as an employee, wherever you're doing, because you're contributing to society. Exactly. Like if you contribute to society and society gets more expensive, your contribution should be rewarded. Because if every employee at McDonald's stopped working, McDonald's would no longer exist. And they, I get you, I bet you they would create some plan to try to attract you. Look at this. Point so blank, we, you said this earlier. Why everybody's sitting home and a lot of people are on unpaid leave or they're taking vacation time because their company don't want them to work. Who the fuck is working? Grocery workers, the same motherfuckers you stunned on, who who probably not making more than ten dollars an hour or whatever. These motherfuckers is working while you home, making money. They making money working. So like we'll forget this though. That's the only thing I don't like about. But people. that's the whole thing. Like, that's why I like about people. We'll forget this shit. Money, people always forget. Working while your high paid job, what did they do the minute that shit was bad? Listen, yo, yo, sit listen. Home, like, that's uh, why I don't uh, trust the human psyche, and that's why I understand government. I know motherfuckers. They will forget. You could do everything in the world for somebody, and I swear to God to you, they will in a couple months. It'll be like that shit never happened. They'll hit you with some shit. Oh, they'll forget, man. And I know motherfuckers is like that. I know that's how the human psyche works. So to me, that's why I'm always playing devil's advocate because I feel sometimes I feel like I feel what you don't feel. Like you be thinking about the right thing and what you be saying is right, but I just don't trust the human psyche, bro. No, because people forget. Look, so this is why, like, and it's funny you said that because I, I, a lot of articles been coming up about like why people don't take this shit seriously and it's because it's too far of a gap and people are detached. So the person with crediting the person credited with saving the most lives ever is Edward Jenner. He was the inventor of the smallpox vaccine. And um the the disease had a higher much higher mortality rate than the coronavirus and what happened is about 80% of children and 60% of adults who contracted smallpox died. And it was in the 20th century. It killed more than 300 million people before the vaccine eradicated it worldwide in 1979. So people, like, they're so far detached from, like, granted, that was a while ago. So people are detached from that. So they don't understand the effects of, like, a disease that is taking a whole bunch of people out and spreading to a whole bunch of people. And then, oh, coronavirus, well, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. So you start seeing motherfuckers that you know start fucking falling off <laughs> like everything start dying yeah. and shit like so, everything and then another thing like people have to stop with the fucking conspiracies that shit is getting getting me low-key tight they're talking about what? oh yeah, mad yeah, shit yeah, on yeah. instagram like oh i just skip over that shit no ceos are mad ceos step down this year yeah. uh athletes um, are being paid to act like they have it at, um, not yeah. even that um the viruses are every hundred years people tweak the year like they said oh the, uh, every four year, every election and, year, and no, 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 I mean well, th- that, and then um, every hundred years they were talking about, and then this is where they fucked up. They said the influenza, the Spanish flu, right? Yeah, 
it was 1918. They tweaked it to say 1920, so it fit within their scheme of mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. conspiracy. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Spanish flu, I remember you was kind of upset, and you was talking about, and I was talking about this shit too. But then I'm gonna walk what I said back. Yeah, walk it back. Um, the Chinese, the shit about um, how it's fucked up that they're calling it the Chinese virus. Walk it back. And how is how is stereotypical? The flu, walk it back. No, I'm saying I'm walking it back. It's really not racist because every disease, like every big virus or disease we've had, we've actually named it by what it's from. So Trump is getting killed for calling it the Chinese virus, but he really, he really, he really not going that far away from the, away from the wave that we've created. The Spanish flu. And everybody's talking about the Chinese virus is xenophobic and racist. Nah, it's not. But niggas will, I take it back. But niggas will sit there and tell you the Spanish flu. I was about it. I was about it. Too. Remember, I was talking to you the other day. I was saying, I th- no, but even, okay, so wait, time out. Even with what we just said, and even though I know that we've done that, when he does it, it's different. But he does it. Because when different. he does it, it's. It's, it's super it's, intentional. For sure. It's super disrespectful and super intentional. It's not like, it's not like, it's like when I, it's like he's saying like, like he, I feel like he's going out his way he, to say the Chinese virus. Like he's skipping yeah. the, he's skipping, he's like, he's like coronavirus. I mean, wait, let me not say that. <laughs> let me not say coronavirus. Let me say Chinese virus. Not Chinese virus. That's different. No. Like the Spanish flu, that's the brand of it. That's what it is. All right, but um, look, is Ebola that race, is that was named xenophobic? West Nile. That's not xenophobic. West Nile was named after the West Nile River and where it was at. Everything so is named the, after where it was so at. It was the Spanish flu xenophobic to the entire no, Spanish it wasn't. Community. Nobody considered it that. It wasn't. They don't consider it that then, but do they consider it now? Because when you said well, the they Chinese should. Virus, people started according to how they coming for Trump, but, they should. Like but God, look, like Godfrey said in that video I showed you, like everybody's and look. No, he was one. Well, now this is different. That's a different point. What he's saying, facts. This is not my problem. This y'all look. for? This y'all fight? Not to to be real, real blunt. Trump has been violating Mexicans. Trump has been violating Muslims. Trump has been violating Chinese it, people now. He's been violating. And when black people get violated, niggas be super silent. Everybody oh, man. Shucks. Look, that kid got silent. shot again. Shucks. No what was he doing? Nobody he must have been doing something. Says he had a hoodie. So, he looked like he had a gun. But nah. when he violate other people, when other people get violated, we always hear to throw in the cape. Dun, 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 captain racism. Black people, <laughs> black people are captain racism. Anytime other people go through racial abuse, black people always here to side with them. Yo, I feel you, cause that happened to me too, and I'm here with you now. And we go, nah, no, because no, we nah, he said, this y'all shit now. We empathize with you. But we gonna sit yeah. this one out. You I feel will, you. you. I do empathize with that. I empathize with that. Like, you empath. Do y'all know what empathy means? Yes. No. We empathize with that. Actually, all black people yes. empathize with that. Nobody should be getting. You know, no. Nobody should empathize. Be, no, but I'm saying nobody should be having those actions and things happen to them. Yeah, we completely but understand that concept. When shit happens to us daily, that's a concept we understand. Monthly, that's weekly, why we empathize with it. Monthly, yearly. And nobody is there to ride with us. Motherfuckers mm. don't be riding with us for nothing. Mm. I know how Chinese people feel about yeah, black people. I know too. how you feel. I know how, I know how you feel. feel. But you know what? We're going to sit this one out. Because, we here. Because when it's time for. We here. When, when Eric Garner got choked, was y'all motherfuckers out there? No. When Mike Brown. You even got, got name anything. When Trey, Trayvon. I've was never out there, heard. I've never heard a Chinese person. On, ever. When Distropping Fist go crazy in their community. My no. nigga. Like, so my point. I've never heard a Chinese person that's not already a part of the black community because that doesn't even count. I've never heard a Chinese person come out their mouth and say something like, even if it's, I mean, to keep it a buck, even if it's not black people, 
I've never heard Chinese people speak on anything that doesn't involve a race that doesn't involve their own race. But so mind. like they don't care about anybody but their own race, I think we should exercise the same energy and empathize from a yeah, distance. Listen, we I, empathize from right here. I empathize with what's going on. I empathize on right you, here, bro. But we're going to sit this one out. Because, I'm right here. I when, feel you. Because when it happens to us, you don't. nobody's riding with us. This is what they say right here. I feel you. Go ahead, speak. Nobody's riding. Yeah, that's fucked up. No, that's real shit. Look, they be like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the channel. No, that shit, wow. They did that? No, but that's real shit. And I think like... And we know, always go mad hard. For sure. Like you- like Cardi B, right? The other day, Cardi B, she says some shit. Because she's, she's Dominican and she's Spanish, but she identifies with the community heavy. Like, yeah. she's, she's born she's, she's born and raised she, in the community, yeah. right? So these things hit her and then she commented on it. And what she commented was nice, right? It was peaceful. It was, hey, we should realize. But it's like, we in this community, including that part of the community as well, we are always trying to be the ones who are like, no, this is the right thing. This is nice. This is like, nah, like, I would just wish Cardi B would just be like, fuck that. That's their problem. Exactly. Because when it's a Dominican don't... issue, I ain't never, just to bring it to her world, when it's a Dominican issue, don't nobody give a fuck about Dominic, but Dominicans. When it's a black issue, actually not just Dominicans, we will also chime in in that. When it's a black issue, don't nobody give a fuck about it, but black people and sometimes Spanish people. So it's like, why don't we just keep the same energy? Nobody, fuck that. Nobody keep the same energy. For us. And if, and keep if, the same energy. And if, and if we line, show, show me something different. Because I don't see motherfuckers out there fucking uh, 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 riding for us wholeheartedly. Other, nobody who's not black. On a grand scheme, riding for us, so that, it don't be like that. So, I mean, it's just a thousand. It's, it's being facts. It's factual. I remember like one of these people that I know, who's um, he's Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. It's the oh, you yeah yeah you like. I feel like people could never really understand what's going through my soul when I see this. <laughs> this nigga is has the nerve to show. This is this is probably like a year and a half, two years ago, by the mm-hmm. way, when that police brutality shit was really really thriving, and this nigga has a nerve. To show me his phone and say, yo, could you fucking believe this shit? This shit is crazy. Yo, these cops is wild. Look at this cop. And he shows me a video of a cop, like, ODing on this Muslim taxi driver and just being mad racist. And as he's showing it to me, I understand the cop was, in oh, fact, did. violating and saying mad racial shit towards this Muslim who we don't even know is Muslim, but he was from some type of Middle Eastern descent mm-hmm. who he assumed was Muslim. He was just violating for no reason. But the whole time he's showing me the video, I'm like, nigga, didn't we tell you they was doing this for, like, how many years now? Also, you didn't believe us, but you want me to feel sympathy and empathy for you now because it happened to one of your niggas. Mm -hmm. No. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that, bro. That happens to black people on the regular. Wake up. Nigga, fuck you talking about? This been happening now. You want me to sit here and show me this? You're out. You're outraged, and you're and you're fucking mad now because you're seeing. I'm like, you, only, you, you didn't only know that. Because it affects your people. When exactly. It happened, when it happened to us, you was like, you was like, like black this. people just be wilding. Oh, black yeah. people just ghetto and da da da. So good. I'm gonna keep the same energy. Nah, exactly. he look Muslim. <laughs> nah, he do look kind of car. He do look like he be wilding. <laughs> like now, I'm, I'm gonna act just like <laughs> yeah. y'all now. Like, oh shit. Nah, he do look kind of. Because I don't know. He looked like. Be happening to us I could have like, I saw him on the news before. It'd be, it'd be OD. Like, and. I, yeah, this shit just got to stop. Nah, real rap. I want to laugh real quick. So, you're a part of the anti vaxxer community? Nah, you know I'm not. But I know people who are. So, I'm going to be real humble right now. Why? Nah, I know don't people be humble. Who no. are. So, so, 
Are the anti-vaxxers vaxxers gonna be anti-coronavirus vaccine? Yo, ah oh, man. No, come on, nah. Get it. What is the? I want to know the. I want. I wish I had an anti-vaxxer to call. No, but, but I don't because I want to know what their whole premise is. What is their premise? Like, so, like, I think anti-anti-vaxxers are a thing because their they, premise is they read it in a book and they read it on the internet, so it's facts. But they don't realize that people could put lies like, there too. Like I said, going back to polio when it was ki- when it killed three hundred million people, I don't think that they like. So they are so far removed from that time period and not really knowing or experiencing it that they think that va- like these vaccines are the worst thing in the world. Now, so when you see coronavirus spreading to everyone, like no one is exempt from it. Coronavirus is spreading to everyone and then when they when, if one of them get it, they're gonna, they're not going to get the vaccine. <laughs> Listen. Like that's my thing. Anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers. Just what go, you, what's just, up? You now? could just go with the wave with this. No, nah, nah, what's up? What you going to do? No, nah, you can fuck with the wave. <laughs> you can fuck with the you wave. You can fuck with the wave. No, what are they going to do? Tell me. They're going to say that it was some other conspiracy that caused okay. this to happen to them. Yeah. And then in their mind they're going to be right and yeah. then we're just going to just be wrong. So they're not going to get the vaccine. Yo, listen, when the Jews was getting the measles out oh, not too long ago, a couple months ago, they were shook. They could front like they wasn't. They were shook. Like, oh, shit. We didn't get the shots for that. We didn't yeah. get our kid the shots I, for I that. I bet you somebody fucking was smuggling shots, smuggling vaccines. Bro, anti-vaxxers are just another group of people who have a feeling about something and they're just wilding. And that's that. Like, <laughs> niggas went... That. No, because no, no, cause like, cause like, it's like, yo... Who are you doing this for? Are you doing this for yourself? Or are you doing this for your kid? Really think of that's the number one question you should ask for the anti-vaxxers. You should always ask yourself: Is this your prophecy and your feelings, or are you truly protecting your kid? Because you are now going against what we, what the majority of society believes, and not and that, and not that the majority of society. And scientifically proven, but not just not because the majority of society is always right. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this is a funny risk to take because it's with your kid. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like you because and matter of fact, are you you're going to have to get a vaccine and you got to ask yourself, are you vaccined? Because if you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated and you're trying to not vaccinate your kid. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. The only reason you're thirty five plus being able to talk shit about anti vaccines, yeah, I mean, because you got vaccinated. You was here, you was here, you got that shit. Your parents did that for you. But I, I think, I think those people just want to just be different from the world for just because that's their own priority and they just want to be against society. And that's one of their ways of just exercising that. Because yeah, you know, you could tell me that that the vaccine. I've heard, I've heard people say the same, like, like a similar group of people would say like you shouldn't circumcise your kid. Right, and okay, I guess that's your prerogative, but mm-hmm. but the scientific facts of why you should do it, or the scientific benefits of why you should do it. I'm why do you think science is trying to play games with you, though? I think people science is not trying to play ga- like I'm sure there's some part, there's obviously good and bad of everything. There's a good and bad of everything, but I think I, I think mean if you too- do get vaccinated, right? And I'm telling you that I am, and you are. And the majority of society is, and I mean, we turned out all right. You are too. Matter of fact, the person I'm talking to mm-hmm. right now, you are also. This ain't just you don't like the way this worked out. <laughs> like yeah. you want to take that other risk. Like I feel like this worked out all right. We could just you could just do that for your kid too, and he could turn out uh, maybe turn out like this too. 
up up but to like, this point. Running the you risk I mean? of multiple people. I mean, like thousands of people have died in this world, and a lot of people are contracting this virus. So running the risk of not getting it because not getting the vaccine when it de- when whenever it comes is like. Just so you know, you know what that's like. I'm letting you know what that's like. Just so you know, for the for the for the fucking anti-vaxxers, that's like 30 years from now. Your kid not just so you can understand where your parents are coming. This is gonna be the realest shit ever. So you can understand where your parents are coming from, where your uncles are coming from, all that, all that shit, right? You not getting your kid vaccine vaccinated now for the things that your parents want you to get vaccinated for that they were here for is the same fucking thing as if 30 years from now you don't your kid doesn't want his kid to get vaccinated for the COVID-19 vaccination. That's the same shit. And you're going to be saying, no, I was here for COVID-19. It did fuck people up. It did stop the world. You need to get that vaccination. And then your your fucking kid is going to be saying, no, I read some shit online or I read some shit in a book and it said that's not good for me. But you're going to be saying, no, I was here in 2020 when COVID-19 happened. There is a vaccination for it, and we all took it, and it had slowed the, it fixed the situation. But that's the same exact thing. Like they're telling you to get vaccinated for shit that they lived through. Mm-hmm. You talking about some shit you are reading or looking at through an experience of an of hopefully an objective person mm-hmm. or an objective author or somebody who's not trying to sway their direction with something they already think. But it's different if I lived in it. It's like when niggas talk about. It's like when little niggas argue to me about Jordan. Yeah, niggas wasn't even here. I hate talking to niggas about Jordan who was born in 1992, 1993. No, you nigga, can't say 1992. you wasn't. You why? Why? Like 95. Nigga, you was two when the nigga was balling. No, but I'm talking about you. you like, nigga, you he, was six. He fit, you was I four. Mean, yeah, yeah. But so what are you talking to me about Jordan for? You wasn't here. You watched highlights, nigga. All you know is all the good parts. You don't know that Larry Bird busts his ass because you don't know that because you was never watching him ball. It's the same concept as that. Like you wasn't here for those experiences. So if your parents and people above you was telling you like, yo, get this shit. Cause this shit got crazy mm-hmm. once. You know what I mean? This shit got yeah, real. Yeah, real. Fuck with it. Niggas is in the crib heavy. Nobody's lying to you. Look, this happened. And now you're gonna you're not gonna be tight. Your kid is talking about I'm not getting my kid vaccine for two, for COVID 2019. I heard that vaccines cause all types of mental issues, and it's the reason why. Duh, 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 duh. And and you know what? That's not what I'm doing. And you're gonna be like, nigga, you you gonna look yeah, at your kid like exactly. Like, what are you up. talking about? Yeah, you wasn't here. That's what you're gonna be yeah. saying. You wasn't here. Yo, all right. So, you be doing your challenges? Yes, I'm doing one right now. <laughs> what challenge you gonna do right now? I would do the push up challenge, but I ain't gonna do it. Right now. <laughs> I ain't gonna do. I want to do a. Cha- I'll do a challenge right now. Fuck that. I don't do no challenges. I need to get with the challenges. Nah, what I what I've noticed is that people are truly bored. Like they don't know what to do with their life right now. And all they're doing is sitting on social media and showing how bored they are. Yo, y'all are extremely, extremely lame and extremely bored. And why don't y'all grow up, find something productive to do, go pick up Call of Duty. (laughs) 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 That shit is fire as fuck right now. Warzone, like, come on, y'all can be playing Call of Duty with us. Y'all want to do these bum-ass challenges? Yeah. Nobody care about your fucking TikTok. Confidence challenge. What's the confidence challenge? I don't know. Take a picture of yourself that you don't feel confident and post it to the world and tag other people or some shit. I don't know. Then motherfuckers is doing. Like, Do you feel more push- confident after it? I don't know. I guess so. But motherfuckers is doing like the push up challenge and like, yo, okay, that's cool. Like, but niggas been doing push ups in the crib since I was like 12, 10. Like, when niggas had to get bulk before the gym. Like, you do- when we didn't have gym memberships, motherfuckers used to get right in the crib. Yeah. Like, this is not. 
Like, so I'm not new to this. But ain't nothing wrong with that. They're just trying to set it back up. It's positive. Nah, you know sure, what I mean? But like, yo, positive. Like, come on, y'all wilding now. Like, y'all are, like, y'all are bored. It's positive, bro. Read a fucking book. What you want niggas to do? You want niggas to start shooting and no, shit? Like, I what want, you want? Like, like, go outside, take a walk. You know what I'm saying? Read a book. Like, get off social media. Stop trying to come up with new challenges and shit. Bring the challenges, Read man. Read a fucking book. Read a fucking book. Read a fucking book. Like, get off of the internet. And read a fucking book. Stop doing your TikTok. Yeah, you know what somebody told me? What? Another challenge. These are good. Oh, this, I got a challenge right now. I'm creating a challenge right now. No, fuck Because this is a challenge nobody can achieve no, right fuck now. the challenge. This is a challenge. What? Bag a girl challenge. <laughs> I dare you to try to bag somebody right now. Not somebody. You can't. You didn't see the video? How? During Corona? Yeah, he had a... So it was a shorty on a roof. And on a roof, they were like... I guess it was in a city... I was and, joking. Talking no, about she what? Was, she was dancing or whatever, like on the roof. By like, herself, though. Yeah, he was like on his roof and seen her. And he caught a dub on nah, a roof. So he he took the drone and flew his number over. And then <laughs> <laughs> he took the drone, flew his number over, and then they started getting texted. Like, yo, he got himself a corona a corona bay. He said, "Yo, bay, I know we can't touch, but you got OnlyFans." <laughs> chill, come on, chill. <laughs> Listen, that community, I don't know what they doing right now, but... They thriving. Are they? They're stuck. Why wouldn't... Everybody's home. Yeah, but people don't got fucking... People don't know when their next check is coming. That shit is affordable. <laughs> that shit, is, that <laughs> that shit is, affordable. is affordable. No, but look. People don't know where their next check is coming from. Um, Fucking... What's it called? April 1st is coming like next week, nigga. Everybody, your I know. mortgage. I know. Your fucking rent. I'm not paying my shit. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I call him like, yo, man, shit crazy right now. <laughs> yo, I'm not working. Got it, yo? <laughs> <They're> like, <"No." laughs> They're like, nigga, we got you on camera working. Trust me. <laughs> we knew you were going to do that one. Yo, it's crazy because everybody's sending emails. Like, State Farm sent me an email. Capital One sent me an email. Uh, everybody's sending emails about like, hey, we know just... Uh, Everything going on with COVID nineteen, but you know these are all of our online resources for you to pay us. <laughs> like, yeah, we know y'all sick and shit, y'all dying and shit. But look, 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 just type this number in. I feel it. I saw these niggas is greedy, like you said. They businesses, man. They businesses. The banks are saying, "Oh, your money is safe with us." Nah, nigga, give me my. I took bread. I took mad cash out. I did too. I, I took mad cash out. Cash out. I damn, I got a lot of you, bro. See, you I, did. I did. I did. <laughs> I swear to God, I did. I said, just in case shit gets weirder. Yeah. At least I could buy a fucking gun with some cash. This guy's like, I was like, nah, nah, just in case shit get real weird. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I got cash. What's up? Just in case you, shit get weird. You said this out. months ago, you bitch ass. I did say it the world ago. try to prove you right. I said, yo, cash. Nah, I take mad cash out. Look, look, look. And I told my girl look, too. I was like, yo, you also go take some cash yeah, out just yeah, in remember case. Remember when Samir was talking that bullshit? It's like you can't navigate the world with credit. Can you? What, what credit gonna do for you right now? You need cash, right? Who got cash? No, that shit. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I was laughing while I was at the bank because I'm like, look at me right now. Yeah, look, <laughs> niggas got a stun on me for mad long when I be talking about. Nah, look, nah, that's funny. What, what the fuck is that credit gonna do for you right now if you can't get no cash? That's funny. And ain't nobody credit gonna work because everybody's gonna be like, yo, what's your job stability looking yeah. like? What's your uh, job stability? I don't know. Like? What's uh, your job stability nah, looking nah, nah, like? Nah. We can't lend this right now because shit's kind of tight on our end. So you gonna have to be good. We know your shit's like a 750, 770, but uh, we gonna hold on to this bread right Yo, now. Yo, COVID episode part two is fire. No, it is. This but shit no, fire. But look, niggas was laughing at me when I said, "Yo, cash is king." Don't ever forget that. Niggas, like, oh, you don't know about credit. Da, 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 like, I'm da, still da. laughing at you. Yeah, I'm gonna be right. I don't I need think... to... just because you write at me. I ain't gonna laugh yeah, you at you. Got mad cash on you? Yes, right now. I'm no go... I gotta stay cashed up now. All right, say less. Just in case the shit could get weirder. Basically, basically hit you with the. Oh, right now we have a shortage on money, and we can only give everybody three hundred dollars right now because. And they hit me with that. I'm like, excuse me. But that's what they. Nigga, you're a bank, and if they do that, 
that's gonna piss some but people off. But that's what they did in other countries. So my pops was talking to me the other day, and he was like, "Because <laughs> he was like, you got your cash?'" I said, "Yep." He was like, "Good," because he was like, "Yeah, everybody took that bullshit." Because you know the uh, a lot of articles like your bank is the bank is the safest place to keep your money. He's like, "No, go get your fucking cash," because everybody's like, "Oh, I'm federally FDIC and federally insured." Yeah, guess who make they who guess who gets paid first from being federally insured? The fucking banks. You get your money last. Mm-hmm. So get your fucking well, not last, money. but almost last. No, I'm saying, but you yeah. get your money. They you're basically last. They get yeah. their fucking money yeah. and they pay off the shit that they need to pay off. And, and the FDIC pay. can and if and if, I mean to be honest, to keep it a buck, because I worked in the field for a while. If there was a crisis like this, right? So the FDIC is insured. If the bank goes out of business, yeah, that's what they are prepared for. If there's a fucking global crisis like this, they're not prepared for that. No. They don't have that money. So you will get... they Okay, yes. We said we'll give you your money. We will. No, we will. We will. Six you, months later. Yep. Three months later. No, we are giving it to you. It's coming. We will. We will. You'll be waiting for your money Ever. for a long time because they have a lot of shit to do. It'll be a lot of... It's not, everything's a process. And you, especially with a bureaucratic place like a bank. Everything's a process. So, motherfuckers, sure. if that really did happen... Everybody would be entitled to it. Would that don't mean you're going to... They never said when you're going to get it. Yeah. They just said you're going to get it. So... But it's not even... But look, yeah. it's here. That would happen, for But real. that's what I'm saying. It's here. Go get your fucking money. They can't handle that level... This level of the tragedy. Oh, no. Can you imagine everybody go get their money right now? No, they go. can't handle that because this is for... that The FDIC is supposed to ensure if the bank fails yes. or something goes wrong with the yeah. bank. But that's just the bank individually. That's not the world failing. <laughs> exactly. So that's a problem. Go get your fucking money. Go get your cash. Put it somewhere that's nice. And then just sit on it. Because yeah. you never know when you fucking need it. But that shit is real shit. People like think it's a fucking game. I'm good. I got my walking dead scenario ready. I day I pull up. I day I pull up. It's, I'm ready. You're not even ready. You don't even play Call of Duty like that. I day I pull up right now. What's up? Let y'all coronavirus people start turning to zombies. I'm Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, you gonna be in your Iron Legend shit. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna save. A- I'm gonna go get a couple people, helpful people. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I'm gonna stop by a couple homes, save a couple. <laughs> I mean, you know how to hunt, and that's it. What? You know I mean, to- yeah, I can figure it out. It ain't that crazy. Yeah, you know how to uh, kill an animal and like skin it. Yeah. Right. From right. movies and TV and shit. <laughs> Not from experience. I'm just making sure you. I got a white boy though that I'll go help out, and then he'll do that for us. You do? Yeah, Dennis. Okay. Oh, no, nah, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis is a prime white boy to have on your team. For, <laughs> yeah. Dennis, Dennis is a prime white boy to have on your team. Yeah. yeah. Dennis is... And he gonna need somebody to season yo, the food like, anyway, yo, so the, the it'll corn, be me. Yo, the corn tweet... The corn tweet... Uh, what the fuck? The corn quarantine draft is real. The quarantine draft. That's yo, wild funny. The quarantine draft? I'm drafting Dennis. That's wild <laughs> funny. I'm drafting That's Matt. funny as I'm fuck. Dra- I'm, I'm drafting Miko. I mean, not... What's it? Miko? I mean, Nino. Yeah, you could drop Nino. I'm, I'm definitely good. dropping Nino. Nino don't care about nothing. No matter how bad situation can get, Nino's like, I mean, I don't care. I'll deal with it. It's not a problem. Like, he not, nothing's bad enough. He could be I'm, the last I'm, man on I'm, earth. I'm dropping I don't Nino. care. I don't want to talk to y'all niggas anyway. So that's, that's him. He's not going to be bothered by nothing. I'm dropping Nino. I'm dropping Dennis. I'm going to have a nice little team. We're going to have a nice little gang. We're going to be all right. Where's our bunker going to be? That's always a good question. Definitely not my crib because there's way too many people on that block. There's too many access points. Yeah, way too many. Way too many. Way too many. You got a nice little fort in his back, though. He's at a fort. <laughs> nah, you do. You got mad different, mad different posts. <laughs> you do. You have, mad, you have mad different posts. Like, nah, you ain't catching us back here, man. Nah, listen, we gotta be, we gotta stay strapped, stay ready. Nah, we rambling, we rambling. Yo, I just want to say, thank y'all for listening. This is probably a good time for y'all to listen because y'all asses is home anyway. Word. So y'all ain't doing shit. Y'all don't have to do challenges. I could just listen to this podcast. 
Or y'all could do the reflect on the podcast challenge and reflect Ooh. on our <laughs> reflect on the pod how you feel. But um, yo, stay safe, yo. Shout out to all you out there who got mothers, fathers, uncles, aunts who are kind of elderly and this is worrying y'all a little bit. Word. I hope they're safe. Um, I got them in my prayers. Um, it's general prayers. It's not like each. It's not them individually because I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's gonna take a little too long. So it's a general <laughs> prayer to all of them. But yeah, you know I mean they're here. Uh-huh. And um, where are we gonna get through this, man? Just a little tragedy, just a little interesting. Make the make life a little interesting yeah, for once. Look, listen, I'll probably be coming in handy in times like this. Like, there's not enough sex or gossip and shit to talk about. Like, is COVID pr- transferred through sex? Probably. Damn, y'all gotta chill out. <laughs> y'all gotta chill the fuck out, man. Stay off of that dating sites, tenders, and just chill, man. Just play, just 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 play Monopoly. Monopoly's a long ass game. That shit long. It's play that. Long Time went by. It's not long if you know how to play it. I mean, I'm nice as fuck. You'll get washed if you play with me and Monopoly or everything. No, I won't. I dog you. Everybody always says this shit, man. I'm not even going through this right now. Then we gonna play. But we can't play right now. Because I don't know where you be at. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be in the mix a little bit. I got to stay my ass home. You really took a risk. Yo, but thank you for fucking with us. Listen, you know, tune in weekly. We be out here. We see us. We still we still potting through the quarantine. We're still here, man. This is what this is what we've been waiting for a quarantine to get our numbers up anyway. Word. We started this shit. We were like, yo, how can we get this? <laughs> how can we get our numbers up? These niggas keep going out, going to work, making all these excuses. Word. How can we make everybody have to stay home? You can't even go to the club on a Friday night. So what you gonna do? Yeah. Club pod. Right up. It was good. Yeah. Matter of fact, we should do a club segment right now. Put on something. Put on, yeah, put we got on a little, little end of the, little end of the pod club segment. We gotta get everybody energy right. You gonna put on, if you put on some wax shit, I'm gonna slap shout you. All right, let me see what I got right now. Whoa, we'll play. Whoa, you can see what type of time I was. Let me see. You see what the oh play shit! Now nah, podcast <laughs> is over. This may be wild. That's what you be doing in here with your Phillips and your Google. Okay, Google. Nah, I didn't respond. I didn't no, respond. Did, you had to say oh, it did. Cause they know you be wild And that's why I responded Was we in a trap right now? Yeah man Oh Yo you see Netflix Trying to make everybody Watch all these pandemic movies They yeah. be like recommended <laughs> All these pandemic movies And fucking outbreak Like nobody need to watch That shit right now Hey 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 Ooh, Wait till my verse Come on He <laughs> said wait till my verse Who's you, you, he? Listen, listen. If you know, you know. If you don't, that's on you. What you hear? We gave you the gems. We gave you the health gems today. Keep your body right. We're gonna finish with this though. Ooh. Let's get it. Wait. We're back in with pistol packing with the mortar match. We gonna send them to heaven. Wait. Wait, wait. Hey, hey. Yo, I hope y'all good, man. Stay real out there. Word. Word. <laughs>